Dingus and Dongus. Hey, Michael. Episode 12. Number 13. Is it 13? Pretty sure it's 12. Number 12. Because it's our one year anniversary. Number 12. We've been doing Dingus and Dongus. This is the official one year anniversary episode. We've been stupid for an entire year. Uh, On Uh, on tape. Yeah. yeah. uh, Technically, we've been (laughs) stupid. Stupid for a lot longer yeah, for than that. At, at least but three decades. <laughs> our stupidity is now out in the open yes. for anybody to witness. And be entertained by. Oh, <laughs> we'll see. Uh, hopefully. Cross my fingers. Come on, be entertained. <laughs> you like dumb shit? You yeah. must love us. Right? <laughs> and and, and uh, to, to ring in this, this new era... This uh, year two, uh, yeah, starting off of, yeah for year two, yeah. Uh, I would like people to know I've started taking this seriously. I got myself a notebook <laughs> to take notes in. <laughs> Good, it's very professional. Uh, I see you have maybe four lines of stuff written and also a pterodactyl. Yep. Okay. <laughs> yep. Uh, very last line is pterodactyl. <laughs> so. To celebrate the one-year anniversary, we went with another Man-Thing comic, which we kicked this all off with yep. last year. We're bringing it back. Yep. Well, this one, I guess, is technically a Dead of Night comic featuring Man-Thing. Yeah, yeah. It's a, a Marvel uh, Max. Yeah, they um, yeah. yeah. They did a little series of horror series with uh, Man-Thing. They did one with werewolves and one with vampires um i just noticed it on uh comicsology is like oh hey look it's man thing yep let's give it another shot yep and eh <laughs> eh <laughs> yeah <laughs> it, well, like, it's okay. a retelling again right of origin right and then nonsense so a little behind the scene we mentioned doing man thing again as a one year anniversary little thing like i really hope that it fucking sucks so we could turn this into like a yearly let's shit on man thing <laughs> thing yes and i'm not quite there i actually kind of sort of well i guess i liked it in comparison to rl stein's yes man thing yes i thought it was you know serviceable yep I'm not saying it's good. It was not good. But it was entertaining to a certain degree. Well, I really liked the idea of having a host in the the story. Right. And I thought, because they usually have maybe a page, at least a couple panels of the host himself. Yep. Uh, Digger, I think his name was. And it was really cool art. And it was just fun to have. It reminded me of the old... Like Spinguli or Tales from the Crypt, like you yeah, have a exactly. horror host. Yeah. And it's just fun. I like that. Crypt Keeper. Yeah. yeah. Um, and the art for that segment was great. Yep. The art for the man thing bits by themselves, a little bit less so. Yeah. Mainly because man thing itself is different in every single issue. There's four issues. That's true. 
The first issue, he looks cool, extra mossy, yep. wood coming out of him or whatever. Just really cool character design. Second issue, uh, he's all smooth mm-hmm. and just kind of oddly veiny, and there's no mossy stuff anywhere. Then the third issue, he looks like he just has really long hair everywhere, yeah, similar scary. to a Bigfoot, basically. Yeah. And he got kind of thin Skinny. and lanky. Yeah. lanky. Like, what are if you're going to have any consistency, at least make the character in a four-issue short right. be consistent. Right. That's like job one. Character looks the same. <laughs> right. So that was just was like, you guys fucked that up. <laughs> yeah, and initially, like, I wasn't too thrown off by it because I thought it was going to be uh, little individual stories, like, just uh, self-contained. Oh, like an anthology type deal? Yeah. Yeah. Which, like, all right, fine. If you want to do that for an anthology, that's okay. Right. But, turns out, no. All the stories uh, end up connecting. Uh, they bring uh, characters back, and, um, yeah, it, it's an actual arc. But it's all happenstance connection, really. It's like, oh, yeah. yeah. They connect because this thing. Yeah. Like, there was no real meat to it. I think the only thing is that uh, Ellen character coming back for revenge. Yeah. That's the only thing. Uh, the the uh, stripper lady, she just happens to be there, needed a saving, and then happens to be uh, in, in the swamp again. Yep. And it's like, eh. It's like, okay, you're making this connected. Got it. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah it's almost like someone in the editor's office is like, Figure out how to make it connected. And then they're like, all right, we got this. Three <laughs> seconds later, does this work? Yeah, that works. <laughs> plop of shit. Uh, we had this character in this previous issue. Uh, <laughs> just pop him in. Yeah. Pop him in. We'll make it work. It's yeah. fine. Uh, speaking of stripper lady, uh, I think her name is uh, Jennifer Kale. I noticed uh, in her stripping outfit, she looked a lot like uh, Wanda. Yeah. And she's Carl also Witch. called... Uh, like the Red Witch or something? Yeah, Red Witch or Swamp Witch or something. Something, yeah. It's yeah. like, oh, okay. So, like, yeah. Okay. So yeah. I guess all witches look like that. Then. Yes. That's that's their <laughs> official attire. It's like a little horned crown thingamadooger with a cape. And red tight spandex yep. looking stuff. Yep. All witches. Every single one. It did. Like, that's what, it, that's immediately what came to my mind too when I saw her. It's like, oh, I'm actually this bitch. Yeah. I was like, oh. <laughs> Okay. Hi, Wanda. <laughs> right? <laughs> now, a couple of things I, I'd like to bring up. The the little wordplay that Digger does. Yeah. I, I enjoyed it. Me, me too. That's yeah. part of the hosting over the top. Uh, maybe not over the top, but just like purposefully campy. Yeah. You know, you get an Elvira type host. Yeah. It's purposefully campy. And that's great. You know, right. It serves a purpose. And I thought Digger was a good host yeah. utilizing that. Like, a uh, couple notes I wrote down here is uh, he, he said, dead VDs. Which is like, <laughs> okay. Okay, you got me. And uh, uh, some alliteration he, he did. Uh, Humid heart of fetid Florida. I enjoyed that one. <laughs> and I also wrote down curdle instead of cuddle. I don't know what that's actually referencing, but I, I know it happened. 
and and a little bit further reference for our loyal listeners digger is basically like a zombie dude yeah that yeah. digs graves up and actually i looked up uh digger because you know he's a fun character he actually does show up in like a couple other uh Marvel properties. Oh, cool. Yeah. So does he have any standalone things, or is he always this kind of... I think he's... From what I've read, he shows up in, like, teams and stuff. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. Well, it's a fun character. Mm-hmm. Serves its purpose well. Yeah. One more thing is... Um, they, they talk about biological casualties. Yes. Yes. <laughs> and I'm just wondering, like, what are non-biological casualties? I would assume it's what happens in New York when the superheroes bust open all the buildings. But are those really casual? Did the buildings die? Do well, buildings mean, die? No, buildings don't die, but people in America care about money. Oh, so yeah. it's like, oh, these are casualties to my wallet. I but this guess. is a swamp. Right. So, man, eh, I don't know. I, I don't know either. It's, it's just Most casualties I've heard of are all biological. Yeah, yeah. I've <laughs> never heard... Of non-biological <laughs> entities. Referred to as casualties. Yeah. <laughs> and maybe we should. Maybe we should. Respect our uh, environment. I, well, to a degree, yes. But, like, I know we've talked about it before. If corporations can now be considered legally yeah. people, like... <laughs> non- well, maybe we should have more non-biological casualties. Yes. I did like the non-biological, or no, the biological casualties art. Yeah. They were just bulbous uh, mutants in the swamp. Yeah. That's, that's always fun. Yeah. And then and, I guess there's cannibals, too. Uh, they, uh, From what I understand, they're the same thing. Oh, they're, okay. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. That's one cool part is when the cannibal, like, the, the biological casualties come back uh, in the last issue and start eating up all the uh, aim Yep, dudes. Yep. That was fun. It was also fun to see Man Thing literally rip humans apart yeah. in two. Yeah. Just, so that that was uh, something we didn't get with R.L. Stein's version of this. No, no. <laughs> and partially because it's part of the Maxim print. Right. So so they get to do stuff like that. Well, that's now defunct, isn't it? I thought they were bringing it back. But it's not. I don't know because I, I do recall hearing something about uh, another, like, a new run of Punisher Max. Oh, okay. And if they're going to do that... Oh, you had mentioned that. That's right, yeah. I I don't see why they wouldn't bring a Max back. Yeah. Yeah, Max is... Well, actually, I can't say much about Max. I haven't read that much, aside from uh, some Punisher stuff. Right. But, you know, extra blood is always nice. Yep, and uh, in this case... Boobies. Yes, there is one frame of boobies. Yes, I'll take it. <laughs> um, uh, skip it. Yeah, you don't need to read it. No, wait. And I, I know this is low-hanging fruit. I, I understand, but I can't help but think every time I hear about Man Thing, thinking about Swamp Thing, mm-hmm. and how much Swamp Thing stuff. Or the Swamp Thing stuff I have read, how much better it has been. Yeah. So, I know everyone in the world has probably thought that, said that, whatever. But it's true. Yeah. (laughs) And, like, even with the origin, like, it's a very similar origin to Swamp Thing. 
experiment in the swamps go, goes wrong or and whatever. And then they become swampy-like. Yeah. And in the last issue, it shows Man-Thing being one with the swamp. Right? It is like a very swamp thing. Right. Thing. Yes. Oh, they even bring it out in in uh, in the text, too. Yeah. Something like, and maybe he was the swamp all along. Yeah. Or some bullshit. Yeah. So in this case, the swamp is the green. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Reese Swamp Thing. It's great. Yeah. It's fucking great. It is. Uh, album time? Album time. So we went with uh, Fulcher Kammer. The album is called Die Leader Predict. And here I will note, this is a blanket apology for me mis- mispronouncing everything. Yes. Because <laughs> I know I'm mispronouncing everything. It's a... Uh... This like it's German influenced, yeah, and everything's in German. Yep. So sorry, y'all. Yeah, <laughs> uh, we're two dumb Americans. Yeah. <laughs> sorry. It's, I guess, billed as operatic black metal, and that's exactly what you get. But it's done so bad. You think so? <laughs> I don't like it one bit. I fucking loved it. <laughs> I thought it was great. <laughs> Because, okay, so when I think operatic black metal or symphonic black metal, um, I immediately think of, like, really sappy, saccharine stuff like Demu. Mm-hmm. This over-the-top and none of that is here. Like a shit ton of synths Yeah, and just kind of overproduced. Yep. Yeah, 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 yeah. But you don't get any of that here. And In fact, I don't think there is any synth at all. I don't recall. But yeah, it's not overly produced. It's not overly produced. From what I thought, it was literally just guitars, drums, bass, vocals. And the vocals uh, are uh, up in the forefront yep. of the mix. It seems to be like just kind of a, a showcase of what this uh, lady can do. Well, I mean, her operatic vocals are... I don't listen to much operatic stuff, but that... They weren't good. Like, other stuff I've heard was done better. Really? Vocally. And then also when she's trying to do, uh, I guess, black metal growls, yeah, it just makes me think of this tiny little sad goblin in a corner trying to be intimidating, <laughs> and they are not. <laughs> and it's usually when you get a dual, that kind of dual vocals, mm-hmm. they somehow work together. Yeah. This one is just really high-pitched bad shit and really low-pitched bad shit, basically, <laughs> to me. I fucking loved her vocals. Uh, I think her operatic stuff, like, I don't really listen to any opera or opera metal either, but it hit the spot for me. Yeah. And her, you know, harsh vocals and stuff. Here we go. Pterodactyl. Pterodactyl. That's what it means. (laughs) It's like, oh, we get pterodactyls in here. (laughs) Hell yeah. I'm all for it. And uh, she does some uh, kind of spoken word stuff as well. That's right. That's right. And that was hokey. Yeah. But I, she does. Yeah. <laughs> um, personally, I really enjoyed it. And it, it, it was, I guess, a unique attempt yeah. at something that's not been necessarily done in that combination. Yeah. I could say that. Yeah. Uh, I will also say that a lot of the musicianship really sounded like it was trying to be that atmospheric type of black metal mm-hmm. with a lot of tremolo. Right. But then... 
they didn't change it up much in a lot of parts. No, a lot of it is um, just a lot of tremolo melodies right. underneath the vocals. Back on the top of the vocals, though, she reminded me of uh, this lady, Diamondus Gallus. Again, sorry for the mispronunciation. Right. <laughs> but, you know, she does a lot of um, kind of avant-garde vocal stuff. Yeah. And I really dig it. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah, a lot of the performance kind of remind me of um, what I've heard of Diamondas or Diamondas. And I thought it was really neat. One thing I can say I did like, and that's because also I'm a dumb American, is that because the titles of the tracks are in German... I get to see the word die a lot. <laughs> yeah. It's like, oh, die something, die yeah. something. Everything must die. <laughs> yes. And then it switches to DOS for the last. <laughs> I don't know what the difference is. Is DOS is like plural? Uh, I, I don't know. Hmm. I don't know. No. <laughs> Maybe. If, we're really profe- if I was really a professional, I would have looked it up and put it down in this notebook. But no, I just wrote a pterodactyl. <laughs> I, I don't – so sometimes I like to go back and listen to stuff I didn't like, mm-hmm. and then sometimes I listen to it a lot, and I learn to appreciate it. Mm-hmm. I don't see me really going back to this, yeah, like, willingly. That's fair. <laughs> it's, uh, it's a little different. But I, I think if you, if you like more experimental stuff, you might, you might enjoy this album. Maybe. You know? You got to find out yourself. Yeah. Honestly, I can't put it... And at, like, 38 minutes, it's not... Yeah. You're not investing too much time. No. Like, yeah, it's fine. Yeah, it's a quick listen. Do it and then agree with me and not Peter. <laughs> you could do that. <laughs> and, you know, for the most part, it's probably the smart move. <laughs> <laughs> no. Whatever. The smart move is to... Form your own opinion. I guess, yeah. That's what I was yeah. going to say, but then that was cliche. It was like, but it's the truth. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the honest truth. <laughs> As opposed to the dishonest truth. Which is... Um, this oh. album, because it's disingenuous. What's that even mean? I don't know. <laughs> They're not being true to themselves. <laughs> <laughs> what they really want... What... What do they really, what were they really trying to accomplish with this album? Good music. Oh. But then it didn't happen. But they did it intentionally. (laughs) And that's why it's disingenuous. (laughs) Sure. They they wanted to put out a good album, but they intentionally put out a bad album. Yeah. (laughs) For the sake of art. Yes. Well, there you have it. <laughs> That's the dingus and dogus debacle. Yeah. And art is bad. <laughs> yeah, art don't do bad. it. <laughs> dingus and dogus debacle. Oh, no. Okay, um, just... So everybody knows we were very funny <laughs> when the phone decided to quit on us. We were very funny and very entertaining. Yep. And you all missed out. <laughs> yep. Sorry. And it also looks like the phone's trying to do it again. Uh-oh. 
<laughs> time. This this would be a good time to mint that we officially have merchandise up for sale and also a Patreon account. And if you would love to support us, we could get proper recording with yeah. devices. Yeah, if, if you would like to hear all the stupid things we say <laughs> without Cody's phone cutting out, um, help us out. And, you know, a buck here or two. Yeah. Yeah. Uh...